Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here with a name you know. And you might know her as, I don't know, the NXT Women's Champion. We have Mandy Rose. Mandy, how you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's been a couple of years since I talked to you. It was... uh, on, on that great skyline in Toronto, they had all these interviews on Pulse and Pier, and things have changed a lot for you since then. I mean, things have changed for the world since then. Uh, how are you yeah. adjusting to those changes? I mean, yeah, things have been changing for sure. Um, a lot of changes since then. Wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything's been really good for me. You know, past couple of years have been a little crazy, but um, these past few months, I have to say, I am enjoying my time, my career, and um, yeah, everything's everything's really awesome. Can't complain. So you are NXT Women's Champion. How were you informed that you'd be heading back to NXT, spending a little more time in Florida? So, uh, you know, I got the call, and I didn't really get much explanation, which is kind of the usual. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't expect anything uh, less, but it was, you know, I, it was one of those things where, you know, they want you to help some of the, the other talent out, um, need a good heel. Um, and I said, sure, why not? Uh, you know, I live in Florida. It's, uh, not that bad of a commute for me. And, um, I kind of just went with it and, you know, obviously it worked out really well. I, I, I'm in the process of helping a lot of the other talent, a lot of the other women. And, you know, in that process, I think I've really kind of evolved myself in, in the best way possible. And, you know, I kind of felt like I needed a little bit of, um, you know, I want to, what do you want to call it? A revamp or, or whatever it may be. But I think we all kind of go through those moments where our characters have to evolve and change a little bit, or um, just, um, you know, find some other, layers to your character in a sense so um I have and I've I've really enjoying this kind of ruthless side of me and I knew I always had it but it was almost like you know sometimes you just gotta give have the time and the the 
the the space for it, which you know you know how it is on TV. It's hard with with the women getting, um, you know, we've come a really long way, but still, it's it's hard with all of us, um, and you could sometimes get lost in the shuffle. So uh, you popped up in NXT, but before that, people were seeing another different side of you. You had this program with Otis that the the audience really loved, and. I felt like it was maybe the biggest sort of victim of the pandemic on screen because it was crowd participation was so important for that. Uh, I, I want to go back to that Royal Rumble moment because I'm always so fascinated about how Royal Rumble moments happen, how they unfold, whose idea they were. How did that all come together? Because that was just one of those special moments very early in the life of women's Royal Rumbles. Yeah, that was probably still, you know, top to now I have, you know, obviously the women's champion uh, moment. So that that's top number one, but that was definitely one of the top moments in my career because just getting that crowd reaction. I mean, like you, you see it in the video of like when I finally stood back up on the, uh, the apron and the crowd just like erupted. And obviously the fans were really behind um, Otis and our storyline. And I think it was, you know, that beauty and the beast type um, and just, they saw a different side of me as well, which was kind of cool. And the, the, the process of being involved with Dolph and Sonia, and there were so many parts of the story and we were really much involved in that storyline, um, in the creative aspect of it. Like Sonia and I were really on top of things because we really wanted, um, to make this storyline and this kind of feud be amazing. And, um, obviously there, you know, a couple outlets in the end didn't turn out the best because of the situation. But um, I think overall that was during the pandemic and it was one of those moments at WrestleMania as well, like where we had no fans, but um, you know, we had like the biggest social reaction, you know, of the year, which was really cool. And it was just, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, Otis is so much fun to be around, obviously, as you can tell. And he was just, he was just great to work with. Do you remember who cooked up the idea for that? I mean, it was really one of the best spots of that year. You know, that spot specifically, I don't remember, but I, I know it was a collaboration of a few of us. Um, I, I want to say it was like, I, I can't, I can't even remember. It might've been TJ um, or uh, Michael Hayes. I forget exactly, but we just, yeah, it was, um, I think Johnny Laurinaitis too was before he, yeah, I think, I, I think it was a, a bunch of us that kind of just came up with it and um, it worked out perfectly. Thank God. So um it was, it was awesome. That was a really, really fun, you, fun uh, match. You mentioned Sonya. Obviously, you all have had your conflicts on screen. It seems like she's inching closer and closer to an in-ring return. I guess technically you could say she did have her in-ring return. Is winning tag titles with her down the line still a goal for you all personally? Is that something that you look at and you're like, well, we should have done that. I still want to do that. Yeah, I think it's something that I kind of always look at, like, oh, maybe in the future we could always, you know, rekindle and get back and win those tag team championships. So I think I think that's always something for sure. Um, you know, I'm really I'm really excited for for Sonia and the next couple months and however it pans out, because, um, you know, she has been out of the ring for a really long time. So I feel like people are really excited to, to get her back in, in the ring, which we saw a little glimpse of. So um, she's, you know, she's an incredible talent. So I'm really excited for her. And it's sort of back to NXT. You're there, you're with Toxic Attraction now. I mean, that has been one of the many acts that have sort of burst on the scene of NXT 2.0 of late. 
Uh, how has it been with them and, and sort of what did you think when you were told that you're going to be working with them? Uh, I mean, some people already knew uh, a bit about them, but not as much as they do now, obviously, with you all holding all the gold. Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't really know them too well, obviously, when I first went um, to NXT. Um, I knew they were different from me in the sense of characters and all that. And I knew they were just starting to get on TV, but I liked the idea that they were different. And I thought it was cool because, you know, we showed some uh, clips of like me and Frankie Monet. And I think people thought we were going to like, kind of, I was going to join the Robert Stone brand or, or something like that. Cause it kind of was the obvious. And I think it was cool that we didn't go with the obvious and that we kind of swerved them and into showing that, you know, I was going to take these two women under my wing, yet they were very different than me, but everyone thought like, oh, they're probably just going to make the girls, you know, look more like Mandy or be kind of more like Mandy Rose, but it was kind of a swerve in the sense of like along the process of me helping them, I was the one that became more edgier and they helped me along the process, which, you know, we, it was a collaboration. And, you know, I always, I always say no matter how experienced you are or how good you are at something there's always learning and you know you do learn while you're with women that are you know might be you know in a different stage than you are in but um you know I always say because my experience comes from different you know I I didn't come from a wrestling background but I was always on stage and I always had you know confidence and I had that stage presence and um I was able to kind of help the girls and showing more showing more, you know, being more confident, whether it's in the ring or walking out and doing a promo and stuff like that. So, um, you know, that, that was, that it's very motivating for me. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer, A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Oh, I, I can't hear you. I think I fixed it there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, myself, like so many others, saw you on Tough Enough, where you constantly had your dedication question because you didn't come from a wrestling background. You came from this show. I mean, that's it, got to feel like some some good sense of confidence from the company to go from that, where that was a constant theme of the show, to where you're being trusted to help so many other people that you're working with now. Yeah, for sure. And I think the comparison with Absolution and Paige keeps coming up. And I think that's kind of cool because, you know, it was only four, I don't even know exactly, maybe three and a half, four years ago, maybe when um, Absolution was born and we debuted on, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw. So it's kind of cool because only a few years later, I'm kind of doing that as being the leader kind of being the page, which I never thought that that, I mean, I thought maybe in the future that could happen, but I didn't think so soon. Um, but I think it's, I think it's really cool. And I think Paige taught us so much and I'm kind of reflecting of the things that she's, she taught us when we were kind of in that stage. And, you know, I always say it's just NXT is, is amazing, but it is hard um, that with that pressure and you have a lot of people in your ear and how, you know, how they see you and, and whatnot, and, you know, what to do and what not to do. But I think at the end of the day, you're only really going to learn when you just go out there and, and try it and be who you want to be, because we all kind of went through that. I went through that myself. Like I tried to do things that some of the coaches or someone might have told me that would work for me. And it was an epic fail. Like I, I well, it didn't work for me, but I think that's the the cool process of it. And I think that's why TV and getting your reps is so important because you learn as you go. So um, I'm really, I really, I am enjoying um, right now helping a lot of the women in that process because it could be really stressful. I always wondered when absolution and riot squad debuted within like one week of each other, what was going through your mind? I can't remember which happened first, but you do know how sometimes wrestling programming can be. And you, you want like, when one three-piece act debuts, you want to be the only three-piece act sometimes. Yeah. Remember what went through your head when that kind of happened? Because you all immediately got comparisons to each other within the week. For sure, yeah. Well, all six of us were, like, stuck in a room that night when we Absolution debuted first. But we all, you know, like usual, you're not told anything. You know, we got to really keep it from everyone so it doesn't get out. So we were all stuck in a room, and nobody knew – who the group was and who was debuting first or like, so, and we were really close with um, the girls in riot squad, you know, live uh, uh, Sarah and Ruby. So we were all really good friends, but we were all just freaking out in that room because we were like, what are we going to do? What, you know, everyone was just like, and we kept coming up with scenarios like all day. And it was like, it would be really funny if there was like a camera in that room because we had all these crazy scenarios of like, what's going to happen. And you know, this is going to happen. And you, and it's just, it was really cool. Like, obviously we debuted first and then they debuted, I, I believe on um, SmackDown. It was the uh, following week or whatever, but um, yeah, it was just awesome. So how has the, the production filming schedule, et cetera, differed from moving from, the raw and smackdowns of the world to nxt because they do have their own setup there in, in the cwc things are done a bit differently there yeah um 
it is done a little differently than when you're in different arenas every week, but um, I love it because it's easy for me. I mean, it's just a drive every week, so I can't complain with my commute. And also um, it's, I think it makes everyone kind of feel more comfortable because it's the same spot, you know, the same areas where, you know, if you got to reflect before you got to go to your promo. And I think it's, it's really cool. Um, you know, our fans are amazing in Orlando too. So that's always nice. And um, they have a really cool setup. I mean, I think it's done, I think, especially with the 2.0 and um, the way it's, the way it's done, it's really cool. So, I mean, I like it. I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> now, now, obviously there's sort of, I, I've heard that Shawn Michaels might be sort of leading the charge there with, with Triple H. Hopefully we get, he gets well soon. But before that, did, how much FaceTime would you get with a Vince McMahon when you were up on Raw or SmackDown? Did you work with him directly or had he kind of, sort of uh separated himself at that point yeah um you know when you had a you know creative idea and something you wanted to go right to Vince I would wait by his door obviously just like everyone else and hopefully get in there obviously he's a very busy man and very hard to get to yeah sometimes you'd wait all day and literally like you just walk out and you'd be like and you don't want to bother him so um but there was like a few interactions I had with Vince for sure um, there was one right in the beginning when I first got to Monday Night Raw. Um, and then the one with the Otis storyline, I actually went in there and pitched that whole thing. And I think that's when, like, coming from the reaction I got from Vince is what I think that's when he kind of was, like, finally, like, wow, like, that's an amazing idea. And that, like, I took the initiative to go in there and come up with this idea and have a plan for how it ends and the whole, you know, storyline and, and how it leads, leads up to it. And I think he, he really gained a lot more respect for me in that sense, because he, he agreed, he loved, he loved the idea, but he also thought it was really cool that I took the initiative and to, to come in. Cause he, he likes that. So um, that was a really cool moment that I had with him as well. As we wrap up a reminder, guys, NXT 2.0 Tuesdays, USA network, 8 PM. Another name that we don't we we don't hear or see as much of is a Kevin Dunn, but he is hugely influential in WWE programming. He's he's got his fingers on everything. Have you interacted with him much, or do you work? With, have you ever worked with him on vignettes or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've worked with him before. He's amazing at what he does, obviously, and um, you know he is in that truck and he has a very very influential position um, to watch over everything that goes on. But uh, he he's really good with knowing certain characters and like how they should present themselves when it, when it comes to an entrance or what, you know, what they should be doing and just little, little things obviously with the, with the camera crew. But um, I remember going in the trucks actually like a while, like I want to say like years ago, just to see how it all goes down and which they're doing right now in NXT to show some of the talent so they can really like understand how the reason, you know, to stare into the camera for, too, when it feels like it's too long, but you got to go see how, why you do that because of the different cameras. And so it's kind of cool to do that. So I, I did that. And that's a really cool experience that I think uh, most talent should do. Guys, reminder, NXT 2.0 every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the USA Network. Mandy Rose, the champ. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Yes, of course. Thank you. Until next time, guys, we're out. <laughs>